Hey there, welcome to She's Dressed for the Narrow Gate. Thank you so much for listening and and joining in. If you are listening to this um, for the very first time, however you got here, hey, I hope you stay. And And I'm so grateful that you're listening. If this content is helpful, encouraging in any way, I hope that you will um, hit the subscribe so that you can get new content um, and stay linked up with me, cozying up with me every single week. If you have listened before, if you're already subscribed, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So even though I really tailor this to ladies and I say ladies this, ladies that, because it is for ladies because I cannot speak from the perspective of a male. Um, ladies, I am so grateful that, um, you are listening yet again. And I truly, truly love you with the love of the Lord. Truly, um, my sister in Christ. Um, I am so thankful for you to be here. If you are not a believer, listen, I'm so grateful that you're listening to everybody. Thank you so much for joining. And I pray that this content is both encouraging. It's empowering and it's challenging. That is truly my heart. And and not empowerment, like we're just, you know, getting this power from ourselves, but it is all of that. The encouragement, the empowerment, the challenge is all within this basis of the Lord, the strength of the Lord um, together in fellowship being together. So thank you so very much for, for listening in. What we're going to talk about is actually going to be for the next few weeks, um, just talking about transformation, just a heart level transformation transformation. And I struggled with this because it's a little touchy, right? <laughs> it's it's but that's this whole podcast is transparency and um allowing people into my safe space and being okay to not be okay in front of other people, which was always a massive deal for me. So it's very interesting to to be able to share the different things that is nothing but the Lord. But um, specifically where I want to start, because it's been the biggest issue of mine um, historically, is forgiveness. And I was like, Lord, I mean, I feel like I should do something else. I feel like I should say something else. I feel like I should start somewhere else because forgiveness is one of those issues that is just, it's touchy. It is, it's like in people's space, right? You're all up in their business. And I know for me, Whenever, you know, people lovingly even, lovingly would give you one, two, three steps, this is all you got to do. It's just like walls go up, barriers go up. Why are you telling me what to do? You know, you don't know what I've been through type thing, right? So, I mean, it's just, it's difficult. But, I mean, to only do the easy things, (laughs) to only do what makes us comfortable and feel good, that's just, that's not, that's not scripture. That's not gospel. So, this is just... Full disclosure, my heart is to be obedient and do what the Lord is calling me to do, um, leading me to do, say what he's calling me to say in love and with full transparency. So that is the, that's our, that's our launching part. Um, our launching point um, is in Romans um, 12 two. We will talk about this for the next, um, again, a few weeks, just because there are some, <laughs> there's, I mean, there's probably a whole, you know, month worth of issues of mine that I deal with. But um, if I can, you know, siphon it to my main issues, um, forgiveness, hands down, is truly just one of them. So I don't know. Do you know your main issue? Um, it is one thing about transformation is truly just learning to call a spade a spade. 
And it's truly getting out of the habit of not acknowledging what is. So uh, what Paul is starting to, what what Paul welcomes us to into is just um, this living sacrifice um, and, and, and that our whole lives are a living sacrifice to God. And in order to align ourselves and be connected and to be these models of him, these ambassadors for him, then well, we first got to get our mind right, right? So 12.2, Romans 12.2, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. We will read that y'all over the next few weeks because it applies to this heart level transformation that we're going to be talking about. Um, and then likewise, John 10, 10, 10, it, let's even start John 10, nine, um, and also read verse 10. Uh, this is Jesus. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief, y'all, we have a common enemy, uh, the devil. He is a, a, a hot mess. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. Y'all, having this life, this empowered life, this abundant life to the full, that is found only in Christ. Only from Christ. This empowerment is only mustered up through his strength and his ability. You can only carry yourself for so long, for so many years, through so many seasons, and then you're just going to putter out. I mean, there's just no way to keep filling an empty cup without a greater source. And that is Christ. He is our abundant source. So it's like these two contrasting ideas. The thief, this enemy who wants to maybe make everything look pretty and with a bow on it, and the God of this world, um, little G God of this world, but he's, he's, he wants to kill you. And if he can't take away your salvation, you know, it, you're, you're saved. That's a one-time deal. Then he's going to make you, he is going to disable your ability as much like his goal. His whole goal is to disable your ability to bear any fruit, to be a fruitful person, um, as far as make fruit, maybe you're fruitful in ways that, that, that elevate him, but ways that elevate the kingdom. And then contrast to that, Jesus, who loves you, who's died for you, who's given everything for you. He has come, his whole reason for coming, not only to save you, but was to give you an abundant life. And that is so encouraging. And, and where we need to be able to even walk into that and to grasp it is by renewing our minds, as Paul talks about, renewing this, this transformation of our mind. So for me, it, to, this transformation process really started with my level of unforgiveness. I have a forgiveness issue, y'all. I am a quick person. One, two, three, done. Wall up here, wall up there. And, and you know, I actually was going around like a lamb. <laughs> trying to act like, you know, I just am just this poor little, you know, lamb and I was just hurt by my marriage and and I was. Be clear. You know, the first 9 years of our marriage was a disaster. An infidelity, anger, just disaster of so many kinds. And um for sure, clearly that's a big area of forgiveness issue, a launching point. But then from that launching point, instead of going backwards or forwards, God took me backwards. He was like, okay, so what we're going to do 
is you see this person and this relationship. Oh, and this friendship and this person. Yeah, all of those people. So it's like the Holy Spirit, you know, do not give. I mean, well, give. Please give. But when you're going to give the Holy Spirit full reign to call stuff out, don't think that it's just going to always feel good, this issue. We need to deal with how quickly you can cut people off. That's, that's, not, that's not cool in my book, right? Because that does not model me. So who is this person maybe for you? So I clearly have an offense issue, easily offended, you know? So what is it for you? Is it the person, the bank teller? Is it the, well, do people even go in really to banks anymore? So maybe not bank teller, the Kroger, person at Kroger who looked at you crazy, who cut you off while you're driving. Maybe it's every time that the garage comes up, you just cringe like, oh, here we go. You know, or if it's every holiday, it's it's those it's those family dinners, right? It's that third cousin on your mother's side who's just like really. Um, I'm pretty sure we need to check out our ancestry DNA. They cannot be related to me. It is that person at work who you are just like you got one more time, one more time. That's that's it. It's your boss. I don't know who is the person. I'm sure in five seconds you thought about somebody that quick. You had to have unless you Jesus, and if you are, then please. Send me a message of who, of your name because I want to be at your feet with the Lord. I mean, because there's just, we are falling, y'all. There is somebody, there's some level of people who have disappointed and hurt, hurt you. Um, if you don't have a forgiveness issue, that is absolutely amazing. Um, and while it may not be your bent, while it may not be your issue, I believe in every area there's a way to grow to look even more like Christ. Because unless you are in your perfect glorified self, there is always room for improvement. Always. I mean, I have to tell my kids that all the time. You know, with practicing, for instance, I, you know, I always my always go to because I love tennis is, you know, I'm pretty sure Serena Williams is still out there practicing. She's Serena, like full Serena Williams, and she still has to practice. My husband's go-to is LeBron. And I'm like, even he's going to miss shots. So there's always room for improvement in, in these other areas of our life as well. So, you know, this is a, this is a, this is a hard topic though, because in like, in all realness, like no sarcasm, I cannot imagine the amount of pain or harm that some people I know stories that I've heard, and I can't imagine the thousands and thousands of other stories. So I I don't want to make this just be fun and jokes. Forgiving, I mean, if this was a season of somebody who has physically harmed you, somebody who has truly emotionally damaged you, what have they taken from you that has truly changed the trajectory trajectory of your life? Like, this is a big deal, y'all. This is not just somebody who just irritates you as a person. You know, somebody who you know you, you're commanded to love, but you were, you're so glad that you don't have to like that person. This could be somebody who has truly caused you an, a massive amount of harm. And, you know, when I think of, of forgiveness, I, I think to first think of what it is not. It is not forgetting. <laughs> you know, to my healthcare workers who may be listening, unless you are carrying, unless you first off have the license to carry or write a prescription for Versed, and now you are carrying around, you know, some some bottles some of that, you know, <laughs> it just, I don't know how you're going to forget, you know? So Ver- Versed is an amnesic uh, prescription. And that's just not real life. Like, how do you forget, especially if this is like a long time, like multiple seasons, long years of dealing with this, you know, the level of the pain. So forgiveness is not equated to forgetting. 
So go ahead and put that to the side. Because um, sometimes the enemy, that's why we got to read that John 10, 9 and 10, 10. The enemy will lie to you, y'all. He will tell you, see, this is why, because you haven't forgotten. And you're, listen, you're not going to forget. Now, each time you come, as the Lord heals you, as you will walk more hand in hand with the Lord, year by year, stuff that I had to walk through before that I cringed, now I can talk about it. And if I think long and hard enough about it, it still will bother me, but it is just, it, I am so far removed from it. It is something that's still very real, but I'm not angry if, if that helps, you know, with that. Also, forgiveness is not being a doormat, right? So it's, I was taught coping skills. I, I was modeled coping skills that unfortunately spilled into my marriage. And these coping skills that I still struggle with, it's going to be a lifelong process, that you know now I'm better with doing a bait and like a switch of it, but it's to not deal with things. So even though you're sitting there looking at this elephant in the room and the elephant is looking at you <laughs> chewing some grass and you're trying to pretend that the elephant is not there, that's not real, right? So you have to deal with issues um, and not just be this doormat and just allow things like, oh, it'll just get better in time. How? If you're not dealing with it, are you in counseling? Are they in counseling? Do you have accountability around you? Who is your circle of trust? Who is hand-holding, walking along, doing life with you through this? So it is. So forgiveness is not um, pretending that what is going on is not going on. That is not forgiveness. And, you know, lastly, forgiveness is not, it's not fair, y'all. It's just, I, I would be lying. <laughs> it's not fair. It is I was stuck there for years, years and years. Like, well, that's not fair. Well, if I've had to go through this and this and this and this. And why is it fair? Why do I have to, right? Fill in the blank. And it's not. You're right. You are 180%. As if my husband is listening, as I know this, that would bother him because I did not say 100%. It is not fair. You are accurate. It's not fair. It's Christ, right? And if you flip it and look at what Christ did, that's not fair. That's not fair. I mean, we should have been on that cross, not him. So what forgiveness is, I don't know if it took like session, you know, 2,781. <laughs> I don't know what it is about. I've had multiple different counselors, but I don't know what it was because they've all said it. But for some reason, just at that particular time, just that that particular time, it was like, it just hit me, the truth and the reality of, wow, um, I, I really just all of a sudden got slapped in the face with forgiveness is, is for me. Like, it's truly for me. It's not for the person who I'm forgiving. It is for me. It is for my health. It is for my spiritual health, my emotional health, my, my mental health, my physical health. It is for me. And that is amazing to know that. Um, and not to feel like, okay, I'm going to keep withholding because that person doesn't deserve this, this part that I've done. You're hurting yourself, not them. So, so forgiveness is freedom for your spirit. It truly, and it's trusting the Lord. It is, it is Christ because Christ first modeled that. And it is truly trusting in this anchor of the Lord that, you know what? Um, 
how do you forgive this person? The the hard answer is is but it's just the reality. The hard answer is you're not going to be able to forgive that person in yourself. You know, you may think you're forgiving them, but in the Lord you can do it. In the Lord is going to be your your ability to really pull this off because you're trusting in him. That humility, the constant model of what Christ has done, it models our ability to never be able to say that that person owes me. Like I owe Christ. I owe I, I owe him everything. There's nothing owed to me. Do you know what I'm saying? Like if you if you flip it and say, wow, well, what do I owe? I owe a whole bunch. I owe weight. I can't even imagine how much I owe. Just even to be able to be sitting here talking and breathing, I owe all of that to the Lord. So, you know, I'm sure if I sat on the other side of you, across from you with a cup of coffee, tea, and we were talking, um, and you told me your story, and I, I'm pretty sure I would get to the very end of that and say, wow, that is just, that's not right. That's not fair. You have every right not to forgive that person. You have, I, I am sure that there is 100%, Eddie, I gave you 100%, 100%, I didn't say 180. There is 100% ability to say, yes, you are right to not forgive. But there's a but on the scene, y'all, a big but. We cannot say that. And why we can't is, so turn with me to Matthew um, chapter 6. This is found in the Lord's Prayer. This is Christ. Matthew chapter 6, verse 14. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But, there's the but. This is the but on the scene. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. Ouch. Jesus just threw a massive curveball, y'all. Massive. Also, Paul talks in, in Colossians um, 3. I'll just read it briefly. Uh, Colossians 3, verse 13. Bear with each other and forgive one another. And if any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. There's that model. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. And prior to that, he's really talking about, um, you know, this ministry of reconciliation and why we can reconcile others is because we were first reconciled. Um, This is talked about also in 2 Corinthians 5, uh, chapter 5. But you know, I love Colossians because it, it that Colossians 3 earlier, you have to read it. But essentially, we're hidden in Christ, you guys. We are hidden in Christ, Christ who covers us. When God sees us, if you are a believer, God is not seeing you. He is seeing Christ who's covered you, which is why we can we have this right standing, this reconciliation for 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 our whole life, all of our life worth of sins, our salvation is in Christ. So because so we are dead to our old selves. So it's this it's this this picture and I'm a very visual person. It's this picture of taking off your old self and putting on this new self. The, so this old self, both selves have feelings and it still has your temperament, your same disposition, right? Who you are, your personality. But the old self doesn't have the empowerment in Christ. 
So now your new self, that's, that's the renewing, the transformation of our mind. The transforming part is going to be habit. It's going to be discipline. It's going to be a constant, intentional decision. Not just you woke up on a Wednesday and then boom, you're just this transformed person. I wish that worked out with eating. I wish that worked out with working out. I wish that somebody can drink all the water I need, right? That is not how your mind transformation is going to work. It is going to be a disciplined process. So including in that is the ability to love and to walk in forgiveness as the Lord forgives you. So it's not because it's easy. It's not because they deserve it. It's not because it's fair. It's not because it's right, but it's because the Lord has forgiven you. That is the reason the only reason why you can not only do it and do it well but really that you should do it because honestly if you don't believe in jesus if jesus is not the lord of your life i mean just go not forgive him who really cares you don't care that that he doesn't forgive your sins you haven't even trusted him with your life but for those who are on this brink of learning about this forgiveness in this life in christ or for those who have already accepted that challenge this is a big butt, y'all. This is a big curveball. Because if we're going to accept the forgiveness of the Lord, if we're going to have this freedom in, in Christ, this abundant life that, that John talks about, that Christ says that he came for, to have this abundant, fruitful life, then y'all, then we've got to be on this renewal transformation process. And that means shifting our whole old self to this new self who's still you looks like you still same name on the birth certificate but now you're walking in this empowerment this this freedom and this ability in the lord and you know what i walk away from some conversations with people and i'm like how in the world am i not like completely police rolling you know like strangling this person um it's not an easy thing. It is a constant decision and intentional. A lot of times the Holy Spirit is like, Brittany, just shut up. Don't say a word at all. <laughs> we'll talk about it later, right? So just be led step by step. And y'all, I, I can say this on the other side of, of marriage and fidelity, that the Lord is so faithful, y'all. He is so faithful. He is so sovereign because there is no way that I can be able to sit here and tell you today that I have truly forgiven my husband and walking in love with him too. It is but the Lord and his empowerment. I pray that this has blessed you. I pray that you are encouraged and you have an amazing week ahead. Thanks for listening.